This is the House of Pop Culture. I'm Anthony Donovan. Amy Meredith. Durwood Murray. And Joe Reese. And for the next hour or so, we'll be talking your face off about all things pop culture related. Now, when we think of the word hero, we think of several things, like a shitty song by Mariah Carey, or a shitty song by Enrique Iglesias. A or shitty movie by Dustin Hoffman. Right. Or sometimes we think of real-life heroes like first responders and medical essential personnel and teachers and the girl at the drive-thru that gives you three extra sauces and doesn't charge you for it. Mm-hmm. But tonight... From Subway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the, the traditional definition of a hero, which, according to Merriam-Webster, is a person who is admired for great or brave acts or fine qualities. That's not the definition I used. Well, and, and this, this was a hard one because I realized that there is a big difference when you think about pop culture and TV and movies between a hero and a protagonist. Yes. And I realized the internet is very sketchy on that difference as well. Just so, on that difference? So we'll tonight, we're going to walk- Pretty solid everywhere else. In the, yeah, exactly. Completely solid. But tonight, we're going to be talking about our favorite, and some of us will be talking about our least favorite, uh, heroes in TV and movies. So, when I started thinking about heroes, I took it a couple different ways. Um, I started thinking about people who think that they are the hero of their own story. So, everybody. Yeah. Um, and when yeah, I worst heroes, I... I had a really difficult time because you have to make a distinction between is this a bad hero or just a bad movie? Uh, or like an anti-hero. Oh, I love anti-heroes. Some of my heroes are anti-heroes. Actually, one of, one of the heroes on my list is a hero in their own story. Okay. And I think that's probably a good chunk of mine as well. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I gave the boys some homework, but they didn't do it properly. I did. I did. Don't, don't, did. don't, don't let me in with these fools. Thank you, Joe. I didn't do it on a previous podcast. This one, I'm good. But this time you got it, and I'm very proud yeah. of you. Like like all homework on Zoom nowadays, some things fell through the cracks. Um, yep. Some things happened during the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with that. Let's talk about worst heroes in television shows. Okay, well, I, I want to start because, again, I didn't have a worst list, but I heard... I saw this list on the internet of heroes and I, I take issue with quite a few of them. And the first one that really sticks out in my mind was that they identified as a hero was the character of Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang Theory. Why? This is what I'm saying. What is even slightly heroic about that character? I guess if you win four Emmys, you're a hero. So then Candace Bergen's a hero. I guess she is. John Larry Hell yeah. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Which he kind of is, but yeah, like if you if you look in in the, the the universe of the Big Bang Theory, I don't think if there's if there's any kind of hero, I don't think it would be Sheldon of all people. No, nope. um, because like he's such a caustic character, and so little of what he does is for the benefit of anyone else. I think uh, for me, where I think because there's at least one or two on my list that might go along that route, but it's more of a, in the show they're on, they're being championed as the person you're supposed to be rooting for. Where Sheldon, you're not really being championed. So he's kind of there and does the Sheldon things. Like, 
he's not the one, like, if anything, Johnny Galecki's character would be the hero of Big Bang, because he's the one you're championing on to, like, you know, get the girl and all that sort of thing. So well, that's where I kind of, on some you know, of them. Since the other boys didn't do a worst list, who are, who are those two that are along those lines? Yeah, we'll just evaluate yours. Oh, I have so a- first one I have is Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Oh. He was also on my list. He is a horrible person. Like, <laughs> he tells this nine-year-long story to his kids about trying to bang his aunt, their Aunt Robin. Like, I mean, really. And he talked about all his hookups. Like, seriously. What kind of relationship do you have with your kids? are like, oh, by the way, I bang this chick. <laughs> and, like, you know, you know Barney's, you know, kind of, you know, the womanizer, and he's not great. I mean, 50% of the time, he's up front with everyone, like, no, no, we're just banging. The other 50% of the time, he's tricking people into banging. But, yeah, it's and he's constantly trying to get with Robin, even when she said no. And countless people that. And he's just, he's the quintessential, but I'm a nice guy. Why isn't this? Like, no, you're not. You're only thinking about yourself. Right, he's and he's always constantly correcting people. Yeah. He was also on my list, because he is flaunted as the hero of that story, but he also, the women that he brought in and out of everyone else's lives were terrible. Hey. What? I feel attacked. <laughs> but they were. They were, Most of them were not good, and even the ones that were, he didn't treat them well. I didn't no. want him to be happy in the end. <laughs> no. Here's, like, the supporting characters I love, I mean, Lily and Marshall are amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Robin Sparkles. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing: I I wouldn't consider Ted Mosby to be a hero, not even an anti-hero. And well, here's the thing: barely, in my opinion, he's barely a protagonist. I mean, that's the that's an ensemble show, if you ask me. And but so, he's a hero of his story. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Because it's literally me, his story, like the premise of the show, and yeah. the way that I was going to define what a hero was. I was looking more for somebody who was uh, attempting to behave as a hero would or striving to do heroic things or things of that nature, which did bring me a lot of times to comic book characters, superheroes, and things like it's that. It's still a blue French one. So Point what you're saying is the hero of How I Met Your Mother was Ted's kids sitting on that couch. Mm-hmm. Quite that's a her, that's a Herculean task. There, I could actually, I could, uh, but it's almost like it's the idea of who a hero is in this, for a podcast is very subjective. Uh, I mean, no, because I'm right. Um, but I, I would, if we were going to pick a hero from that show, I would go with someone like Marshall or Lily. Honestly, um, they they both fought strong and hard for things they wanted very badly. Uh, they were always on the side of good. Um, and they were attempting to always do the right thing, in my opinion. But we're talking about worst heroes. Yeah, that's true. So they would not be worst heroes. I, I and see you could have more than one hero. But, when I just, I'm, but my reasoning why I chose Ted Mosby as a worst hero was because he was someone that in a TV show or in the form of media that we have chosen, he was being championed on as the person you're supposed to root for to win the girl, you know, succeed and be the hero of this story and that's why i chose it like there are some that are like straight up ensembles that like like there's no one person you're trying to champion and 
Um, another one I had Ted on my list, another worst hero on my list, and it's a movie that went to television, and I like the character on the movie, but on television, it got really awkward to me, and that was Riggs on Lethal Weapon. Huh. I never saw the TV show, but... Because, you know, in the movie, he's kind of crazy, and, you know, he does things, but to see him week after week, like, being a drunk and, like, putting Murtaugh in danger and, like, constantly only thinking about himself and what his problems were... Which wasn't really the character in the movies, though. Right. He was and, drinking in the first one because he was mourning the death of his wife. And that's the same thing in the TV show, too. And then, but then, yeah, he's never, he's just, he's crazy. Well, that's the thing. With a television show, it's week after week. You know, in a movie, it's two hours and you're done. But week after week, it was like, dude, you, you got to get your shit together at some point. And yeah, like, this, yeah cool. in the movies, he, he becomes, like, he ingrains himself on the Murtaugh family. And right. they help heal him. And that becomes this big family, sort of. It just grows by movie, by movie, by movie. Right. And they tried to do it in the TV show, but it, it just did not work. Well, I heard the guy playing Briggs the first season was a complete asshole. So. Oh, yeah. He was and, kind of a jerk. They recast. Yeah. They, they, they fired his ass. So that's always... <laughs> Derwood, but, did, so, did you have a worst? My, 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 I was going to say, the second one that was kind of along those lines, of like a Ted Mosby... Yeah. By, by all means, Zach Morris, Saved by the Bell. Oh <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> is one of the worst people. Like isn't he excuses everyone. About it? Yes, no, it's yes. Um, Funny or Die has Zach Morris's trash podcast. Yeah, like he pretends to be Jewish to go to a baseball game. He uses yearbook to set up an escort service of his friends that they don't know he's doing. Yeah, he is responsible for the "I'm so excited" issue. He is horrible to his friends. Absolutely horrible to his friends. Zach Morris is trash. I still love the show, but yeah, he, he is trash. <laughs> Likewise. Not a fan. Derwood? Okay, so I, I, I explained that my heroes tended to be like comic book characters and stuff like that who <laughs> ended up on TV. So remember Super Friends? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, so like a lot of mine are from there. Uh, the Wonder Twins. The Wonder Twins were garbage. <laughs> they were lame. Uh, they barely did anything. They were essentially they were Justice League interns, really, and they could barely get coffee. But they left some good catchphrase of Wonder Twin power of insert whatever here, and then you and your friends can go running screaming through malls doing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but imagine seriously. being so close to your sibling, you became animals together. Ew! Gross. Gross. Hey, I didn't write it. You didn't put it like that, though. I got, a, I got another one, too. Go ahead. Uh, Scrappy-Doo. That is my number one. That is my number one worst TV hero. He is... Scrappy-Doo's a little asshole? Yes, there's no good... And the fact that they put him in different versions of Scrappy-Doo, it's like, you didn't learn the first guy that time? Yeah. Scrap, Scrappy-Doo is... Uh, yeah, unnecessary, unnecessary, and a little dick, and a, a turd, a turd, a turd. Now, happy news, a little turd. I'm, I'm against animal cruelty, and I'm against animated animal cruelty. But I want to drop kick that fucker across the room into wow. a, a leaf shredder. 
It's like, I just want somebody to put their finger on the top of his head, and I want to kick him through the uprights from 50 yards away. I want to kick him into a bat dip. This is very hostile, right? Have you I ever seen Scrappy. the Scrappy Doo episodes? They are the worst Scrappy <laughs> Doo episodes ever. You see a Scrappy Doo episode coming, you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, it's hard when you're yearning for Fred. <laughs> I'm sure Daphne knows firsthand. Wow. Um, I had one animated one on my list, and it hurts to say it because I actually love this show, and I actually love this character, but he is a terrible hero, and that is The Tick. Oh, yeah. he's. (laughs) He is a bad hero. He is constantly messing up Arthur's apartment. He He breaks things. He doesn't help out around the house. And he, he's oh, kind of dumb. He is dumb. <laughs> I, I love the tick, but he is a terrible hero. Um, another one that was right along that same line. My 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 fifth one was Inspector Gadget. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> he he's. I mean, it's all Penny and Brain. Penny was the hero of yeah. that show. Yes. That, yeah, that Inspector Gadget is an idiot. He has cool cool like. I don't know what he is like. Well, does that does that then throw back to Maxwell Smart? You know what? That's a good call because you know that's essentially what Inspector Gadget was. Yes. Yes, but no. I Maxwell Smart got stuff done though. Like he wasn't in that. Like Inspector it, Gadget it didn't solve. Help. Inspector Gadget didn't solve a single fucking case. He actually made it harder for Penny to solve the cases. <laughs> That's a good point. He makes I didn't a- put her on top TV heroes, but she should be. Penny should be on that fucking list. I didn't put her. But yeah. Um, that was essentially my stuff. Did anybody else have any worse TV heroes? Aquaman was bullshit. <laughs> I'm assuming you mean the cartoon. Yeah, from also from Super Friends. Super Friends. He did he did nothing. Jason Momoa saved me from erectile dysfunction a number of times. <laughs> He's a hero. Uh, huh. Joe, did, did you have another worst TV hero? No, I had Scrappy Zach Morris. Moe's. Oh, wait, no, I did have one more. Sorry. It was Scrappy um, three times. <laughs> yeah, Scrappy. You know, my whole list is Scrappy Doo. Um, and it's one of those things, it's in the show. He's a hero but he's not like you know he is i'm only two episodes in the second season but homelander in the boys like he's like the head of the seven of the heroes but is that the ben Stiller model no no i think he's a villain though he's not oh no he but in the in that world he's a hero so it was like again i was kind of striving to get tv heroes because also other than that one i pretty much tried to stay away from mostly comic book superheroes I tried to as well. Because I need uh, <laughs> I challenge myself. And also, then having to narrow down superheroes to like top five superheroes, my like, eh, I can't do that. Nope. All right. Did everyone do a top five TV heroes? Yes. Yeah, I did. We did. Okay, let's do that then. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first because I only have four. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, we'll skip you then. Okay, I'll set this round out. Go, Derwood. Okay, uh, for my number five, I'm going to go with Hero from the TV show Heroes. Okay. Oh, I like that. Hero. He was cool. In the course of Will, he, he became a hero, essentially. He wanted it so bad, and he so badly wanted to do good in this world 
until he actually did. And I love that. I respect it a lot, actually. So, yeah. Big ups to Hero. Yep. I like it. Go, Joe. So, my, my first one is, um, I may have had a couple of Hero teams on here because my first one was a TV show from the 80s. Basically, summed up in 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for crimes they did not commit. Yeah. Basically, the A team. Good call. All four of them. Like they were heroes them? because, you know what? They were heroes for being, you know, war vets. And then they were fossil people. Yeah, they broke out. But you know what? They did good. Even though they were wanted by the law, instead of just hiding and, you know, just pulling up in a house and, you know, watching Netflix or something, they decided, you know what? We're going to try and help people. And they did. Every They're week. Because every them. week, the plan came together. Nice. Um, my list, I kind of went all over the place. And this, I, I actually picked a lot of sometimes that I wanted to be because I thought they were badass. And my first TV hero, because I think she's sexy and badass, was Maggie Q as Nikita on Nikita. Okay. Oh, yeah. good call. She could kick ass and look good doing it. Yep. That's a good hero to me. I Plus, she, she looked out for like all the kids that were like still trapped in like the little, you know, compound and everything. She was trying to get them all out. She was a good hero, but still knew to kill the bad guys. That's what I enjoy. Like, she wasn't like, you know, squeamish. I don't like squeamish. Nice. Commit to it. That's what I'm saying. Commit to your ass kicking. This is what I'm saying. Don't be mamby pamby about it. Yep. <laughs> Number four, go. Um, well, mine are in no order, by the way. Um, mine aren't really in any order. So. My first one, one of the one of the traits I find synonymous with hero is not necessarily strength or superpowers or stuff like that. Um, one of the one of the features of a good hero to me is integrity, and I think when a character presents a lot of integrity, they really embody that. Uh, as a hero, and this may be a little off-center for a choice, but if you really think about it, Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks is a he great hero. He was an honorable mention for me. I'll go with that. Because he, yeah. he was who he was, and he, he always remained, like he was the hero, but he wasn't cocky. He always remained polite. He always remained all business. He had a dark past, and that did not color his dealings in how he worked on the show. And, uh, you he know, he's honorable. He had an underage Sherilyn Finn basically throwing herself at him. And he exactly. And he it. was like, you know what? No, we're not having it. We're not having I'm it. I'm sure and, if she was 18, he'd be about it. But you know, oh, yeah. he's like, I'm a fed. Can't do it. But, um, well, honestly, who wouldn't want to bang 18 year old Sherilyn Finn? But, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and I, to me, he embodies all of those things. And I, I, I like that about him, which is why the end of the original Twin Peaks was so stirring mm -hmm. because of what happens to him. Plus yeah. he likes cherry pie. And he likes cherry pie. Got a little man likes cherry pie. Also, he likes, smile on your face. he likes his bacon the same way you do. Cream in it. <laughs> bacon should be crispy. Damn good cup I like of fluffy bacon. I like bacon. <laughs> Joe <laughs> regulates every shade of that swine. <laughs> what you got, Derwin? Uh, next, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Scooby Gang minus Scrappy Doo, but Fred, <laughs> Velma, Daphne, Scooby, Shaggy, they the, the they original Scooby Doo. Where are you? Yeah, here for just a moment. Did like 
Scrappy-Doo screw the two of you over in a pyramid scheme or something? <laughs> like, does he owe he y'all money? He just was an annoying piece of shit. He, he owes me a lot of time that I had to sit through those fucking episodes. Those bullshit episodes. Oh. No, but the gang, they always they always solve the mystery. Uh, nary a weapon used except for their quick wits. The power of meddling kids. Exactly. And their appetites. They were always looking for what was right. And, 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 and the greatly timed musical chase interlude. Exactly. That defies laws of physics. Mm-hmm. And is missing from TV nowadays, if you ask they, me. They tackled cases so scary it made Mama Cass run. <laughs> so I bad. love the Scooby-Doo movies. I love them so much. So the Harlem Globetrotters were the best. Uh, I love the episode where Don Knotts uh, as Barney Fife yes. stars. All right, Joe, what you got? Um, next is another 80s TV show. Patty and Selma's favorite TV show, MacGyver. Nice. <laughs> because, again, he's always helping people. And the fact that you say, I got a, would you jerry-rig something and say, I MacGyver that shit. And he was amazing. And a great deal that. I, I agree with that. MacGyver was pretty damn awesome. Did not watch the new TV show. For me, because I again I want to be her, and she rolled with the punches and made it out alive through her show, Sookie Stackhouse. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She she embraced the different and I one of the things I liked the most about Sookie in the books and on the TV show, she never betrayed who she was. Right. She was the same character at the end of that series that she was in the pilot. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little wiser. Well, of course, a little it's older. Weird they but... kept her not from aging that entire time. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> a little more weary, but she she was still good. Right. And that's what I liked about her. And also, too, yeah. she was always willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like she, yeah. And I liked she that. She was caring. Yes. And I liked that. Like even, you know, when Eric, you know, lost his memory and everything, she took him in. She took care of him. To her vagina. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, and again, I mean, really, I can't fall. Who could blame her? No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, you're up. Uh, my next one is a character that was such a great hero, such a great hero, that when the character actually died, the series had no choice but to bring him back from the dead because there was just no replacing Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Because yes. Optimus Prime was a great leader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, with the integrity, the strength of, of not only physical, but strength of character. And, you know, always knew what to do, even when he didn't know what to do. And he would never, as, as the leader of the Autobots, ask any of the Autobots to do something he himself was not prepared to do. And, and like I said before, there, there was no replacing him, even when they tried to replace him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, I man, agree. I'm, I'm mad at myself for not thinking of that one. That is an excellent pick, Anthony. Thank you. Derwood, follow that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's something a lot of people don't know about me because um, I kind of keep it to myself, but I am an enormous, enormous, enormous fan of Spider-Man. Like, I cool. love Spider-Man, and I always have since I was a small child. 
from when they used to show, show serials of Spider-Man on Fridays during the Electric Company. Fuck your old. Yeah, I am. When you had but to go to the was, talkies? That was the coolest. <laughs> is on, the, on Fridays on the Electric Company, they were going to show some Spider-Man on there. And it was so effing cool. And he would swing from buildings and he could hypnotize people and read their minds and he could climb walls and stuff. Spider-Man was the fucking coolest. You were uh, down with the ladies. Uh, Wait, that's a different Spider-Man, I think. Different kind of Spider-Man, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I just always thought Spider-Man was uh, just one of the greatest to this day. I still do. Uh, I remember in college getting in uh, many an argument with my roommate about who was better, Spider-Man or Batman. Of course, it's Spider-Man, because uh, Batman looked he a dick. Yeah, um, that beats having sex. <laughs> thank you, Anthony, for that stark reminder of what my um, like. I believe that was their foreplay, Anthony. Oh, you know, I do love nerds. <laughs> so, yeah, Spider-Man. All right. Joe, what you got? My next one is another team. Well, they're sisters. Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Nice. The Powerpuff Girls. Good call. They still go to kindergarten, mm-hmm. yet they will beat the shit out of so many villains that attack Townville. My my favorite part of their backstory was in the movie where the professor creates them. He's like, you know, you're so bubbly, I'll name you Bubbles. And you're so bubbly, and you're so bright, I'll name you Blossom. And I'll name you Buttercup, because it also starts with B. And <laughs> immediately. And that's just how she is for life. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, no. Buttercup that, is 100% that bitch. Yup. 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 I want to F with Buttercup. Mm-hmm. I don't want to F with Buttercup. I like them. All right. My next one. Um is Captain Mal Reynolds from Firefly. Nice. Good call. Pretty much just Nathan Fillion. Just anywhere. Nathan Fillion in general could just be my one of my favorite heroes. But him on that show, because I like that show because you can see how much everything weighs on him, but he's still trying to do good, even though they have to do bad sometimes. I like the moral dilemma of it, but he just he rocks in that. Again, Nathan Fillion could just be my, you know, one of my heroes. See, they're, when they're having to be bad, it's to damn yeah. the man. So they have to save the empire. Yes. What you got? All right. Well, I, uh, I reject the notion, uh, like Derwood said earlier, that a show has one hero or that the hero has to even be the protagonist. I think a show can have many heroes, and this particular show had several heroes on it, and this, this, this particular character embodies strength, humor, integrity, uh, courage in the face of so much, and you might not think of him as the hero of the show, but for me, a big hero was Lafayette Reynolds on True Blood. Oh, as as nice. by the late great Nelson Ellis, because if you if you think that dude ain't a hero, YouTube the AIDS burger scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Not only was that a brilliant piece of writing and a brilliant piece of acting, it was such a beautiful essay on how queer people who grew up in conservative areas have to be tough, particularly in the South, particularly men of color, and it was just 
such, I feel bad for anybody who saw that scene and thought, oh, that would never happen in real life. Oh, that the hell crazy. it wouldn't, because much like Buttercup, Lafayette Reynolds is 100% that bitch. Yup. Yeah, so no, absolutely a hero. I'll go with that. I co-sign. And, oh, yeah. you know, was, and didn't, again, sought only to do good throughout the entire series. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Agreed. Durwood. I'm going to go with Luke Cage, Amy. Uh, <laughs> first, representation matters. Second, uh, I love how he was just determined to do good within his community, um, which is always great, uh, giving back to his peoples. You know how we do. And uh, Luke Cage is a fucking badass, let's be honest. Uh, almost indestructible. Um yeah. And uh, and he got to get freaky with a with a hot little white girl, and that's pretty much all our dreams. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, Luke Cage is it, damn near my hero. That's a good choice, Durwood. Thank you. You're welcome, Joe. <laughs> um, so my next one, and it's kind of I think there's a subset of the hero, and a lot of um, my other top heroes are this kind. They're the reluctant. They didn't set out to be the hero of the story. They didn't set out to be the good guy. They were just doing something. Shit happens, and they decide to do what is right, even if it's against what they should be doing. But they you know this is what is right. I need to do this. Screw what else I was doing. It was actually um, a more recent one. And it's Mando from The Mandalorian. Oh. Him, because he's just a bounty hunter. Not good, not bad. Usually, you know, it's like they're just trying to catch bad guys. Some of them are, whether they're not, the way to do it might be good or bad, I don't know. But when the whole baby Yoda thing happens and he decides, I can't sell this baby to be killed, I need to save it. And then everyone's going after him. And yeah, integrity has been said. Nice. Good choice. Also, how can you sell off baby Yoda? It ain't right. Uh, well, to the highest bidder on, on eBay, because he became very popular. <laughs> Good point. Um, the next one on my list is an anti-hero, even though he plays a cop. Um, and that is Timothy Oliphant as Raylan Gibbons on Justified. I saw him on quite a few of the internet lists. Um, if you have never watched Justified, you should. It is an amazing show. It is perfectly written. He is amazing at it. Like I said, he plays a uh, U.S. Marshal. And he... He breaks the law quite a bit, but at the end of the day, he always does the right thing. Um, it is an, he ha, it's an amazing performance, and if you've never seen the show, I think it's on Hulu now, I would highly suggest watching it. It is probably one of the best written shows I've watched in the last couple of years. Very, very fan of his. Yeah. I will have to watch that out. You, you really should. Uh, it's, oh God, it's based on a short story by... Oh, what's his name? Shakespeare? No. Ray Bradbury. No. Hemingway. J.K. Rowling. The Marquis de Sade. No. Um, the same person that wrote um, the story that that Quentin Tarantino movie that we really love is based on. Dashiell Hammett. No. E. Oh. Cummings. Um, Elmore Leonard. There you go. Elmore Leonard. Yeah. We got there in the end. Okay. Your turn. Um, L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> not L. Ron Hubbard. 
we have talked about a lot of classic shows and older things. Uh, the next one on my list. Oh, this should be your last one too. Yeah, the last one on my list uh, is a hero from a show that is so new, it hasn't even finished out its first season yet. But I am definitely loving this character. And, um, I, and I blame my mom because of the woman who raised me. I am very drawn to strong women. And this is one of the strongest female characters on TV right now, as played by Journey Smollett, Letitia Dandridge from Lovecraft Country. Love that show. I'm, I haven't seen any I'm a couple episodes behind, but it is a good break. She is so good in it. And, and talk about the strength of facing something, fighting for good. And every week she gets hit with, hit with something else. And the most amazing scene, and I'm going to try not to give spoilers. No, because I'm not there yet. Well, uh, watching the show, one of the things you'll learn that apparently, you know, uh, I guess it really sucked to be a African-American person in the 1950s in America. Who knew? But uh, the hell you if said? only someone had told us this, if only someone had said something. But anyway, uh, so she, you know, in the show, she moves into a predominantly white neighborhood and some boys show up and do some bad stuff with their car. And there's this scene where she finally snaps. And she grabs her a baseball bat and goes out there and fucks shit up. And it's the best scene to watch her do it because once you have that moment, and this is a testament to Journey Smollett's performance, that you can see that moment where it clicks on her face and that she's just had enough. And, you know, she has this attitude. And my mother, uh, to know her, one of the things she always said was that she had such a, a, a problem keeping quiet and not having a smart mouth on her. She always said that if someone put a gun to my head and said one word and you're dead, my dying words would be fuck you. That's the kind of woman my mother was. That is the kind of character that Letty is on Lovecraft Country. And uh, if you haven't seen the show, I can't recommend it enough. And for me who hates scary things, it's a great show. Is it scary? In places, yes. At, time. there is at times, there's very scary. There's there's monsters and stuff. There's, it's dealing with Lovecraft, but it's good. No, it's really good. All right, Derwin, who's your last one? And good choice, by the way. Thank you. All right, so this one's a bit obscure. It's also from the '80s, but Super you may bad. remember the theme song. Uh, it's the greatest American hero. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the premise show. of the show was aliens gave this dude a costume that would give him superpowers, right? Like a genetic superhero costume that would give him superpowers. Uh, first time wearing it, he lost the instruction booklet. Um, so he never really knew what or how he was doing anything that he was doing. But he continued on in doing it. To me, it's an allegory for life. Uh, none of us really know what we're doing here. Uh, but we persist, and we keep on, and we keep fighting the good fight, and we keep on trudging forward, even though we really don't have any clue exactly what we're doing. We just know that we want to do some good, and we want to do what's right. And that's what this guy did, and it really resonated with me. Fuck that, I, I want love a super suit. What? I want a super suit. He's got a super suit. The super suit is your, your human body, man. It keeps a, all your organs and guts inside. Yes, you have your super suit. You're you know, wearing it right now, and it looks really good on you, Anthony. Oh, thanks, buddy. I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm the oldest person on this show, and I remember that show 
only for the theme song. I literally, I could not have told you what that show was about. <laughs> the only thing I remember was the theme song. It was, it was a- Oh, and William Katz, beautiful, beautiful hair. Oh, just. That, that was good hair. And the suit was red, right? Like more? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all I remember. And it's like what Connie Selica was known for. Who? I thought she was known for being married to John Tesh. Who? Connie Selica. She well, y'all are old. Big in the... I, no, no, wait. Mine's a Camry, not a Selica. <laughs> yeah, no. Connie Selica was like Demi Moore for TV. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she was on The Greatest American Hero. Yeah, what's your last one? Mine's in another recent one. It's um, three seasons of the show have aired, and a few of the, um, well, most of the stars um, became breakout stars because of this show. But one in particular, Eleven from Stranger Things, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Because, and what I love about that character is, yeah, she has phenomenal powers and can kick the shit out of a lot of things. But, like, she's a kid. And she has like no real memory of what's happened and why she's where she is. But then like she while she's also fighting these things, she's also being trying to learn how to be a kid. And they explore that in further seasons. <laughs> Joe, did you just say that Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Sorry, did you just say that Millie Bobby Brown plays eleven on Stranger Things? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't watch Stranger Things. So I was today years old when I found out who Millie Bobby Brown is and why she's famous. <laughs> yeah, she's phenomenal. Like, she is... Yeah, she's so, great. That's the girl that Drake was hitting on on social media that everybody had an uproar about? If he what? was, I would have an uproar about that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the thing. It was a whole lot. right now, she might be like... How old was she? She's like 16 or 17 now. But still, yeah. Ew. Fuck Drake. Ew. Yeah, I didn't think she's, I was breaking any news for y'all. Yeah, she's six. She the first season aired like what? How long? Years ago. Yeah, so it's like it's. She was Ew. twelve when the show started. Oh my god. Ew. Now, I mean, if she if she was into Drake, that'd be one thing because she's Millie Bobby Brown and that's her prerogative. But. <laughs> The other way around is. I just, so thought that's where Derwood was going to be going with that way he was asking that question. I wanted to get there before he did. <laughs> okay. Like, oh god, dude, he's gonna... we're getting off this freeway. Um, my yeah, I don't want to be on this. And this is the character I wanted to be is on my favorite television show of all time, Dana Scully, The X Files. Yep. She is the hero of that show. Mostly because she had to put up with Mulder's bullshit most of the time. And can we can we just for a moment? She was so singular on television at that time. Oh yeah. And now you can look at the television landscape and see so many characters that stand on the shoulders of Dana Scully. Yep. Like she really that character kicked open a lot of doors. I'll agree. Well, yeah. Because not only was she an agent, she was also a doctor. She was smart. She wasn't there for just sex appeal. And she wasn't charming. That's the other yeah. thing. She wasn't there for sex appeal, even though she was. But yeah. that wasn't the shtick. That wasn't the reason why she was there. She was there to be his partner. They were equals. And yeah. that's what makes her a great hero. Well, she, was, she wasn't She also kind of brought in to kind of like babysit but, him. Yeah. So like almost from a, you're kind of superior to him in 
how yeah. you're supposed to be. So not even like equals, like, no, no, you're a better agent than he is. He's wackadoodle. Yep. All right. Good choice. Good job, everybody. Yes, Good job. Good job. Woo. All right, let's talk about movies. Woo. Now, did you boys do a list of worst? I may actually, no, but I may actually have too many best. Well, you have to name five. Jerwin, did you do worst? Nah, I did. I had fun with it. <laughs> Joe, I also did some. So, Joe, give me give me a couple of yours, and then I'll do a couple of mine, and then we'll move on. So, um, a lot of mine are um, kind of like they're not necessarily bad characters or bad people. They're just bad at being heroes. Like, number one, the Knights of Monty Python on the Holy Grail. <laughs> they're not good at doing what they do. They are not good. But it's a hilarious movie and they're great characters. Sure. I also have, I mean, my top one actually is Jeffrey Lebowski. <laughs> he is not a good hero. He is a very reluctant hero. He doesn't even half the time realize he is the hero, but he is. He's thrown in to become somehow a PI and he doesn't realize it. And he, all he wants to do is roll. That's all he wants to do. Um, basically, I have the movie version of Zach Morris, where Zach Morris was the um, um, the TV Saturday morning version of Mr. Ferris Bueller. Oh, yes. Ferris Bueller's a dick. Yeah. Oh, my God. The way he basically manipulates Cameron. In Cameron. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. Ferris. Oh, he's, he's funny and hilarious and a great character in a movie, but he is a trash human being. Yeah. No, no um, he really, truly is. And then because the movie version glosses over the horribleness of this person. P.T. Barnum from The Greatest Showman. Oh. Yeah, it's like if you, if you look past the fact that he's garbage, it's a good adaptation. I, I really, I don't know why they even called him P.T. Barnum. That, yeah, like, they, they yeah. should have like, done they like a grace of yeah. my heart type. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm sad for the day when Rosie finds out what P.T. Barnum early was like because she loved that movie. It's a, well, I mean, I, okay, it's a great movie. It is a complete shit of a biopic. Oh, yeah, no, it's, 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 you know, costume and choreography porn. Yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. you know, My Chemical Romance, the musical. But I, I really, I really enjoy the movie, but it's not. They should have just called him a different name. Yeah. Exactly. And then my last one is the closest thing to a superhero I have on this list is um, Captain Amazing, played by Greg Kinnear, Mystery Man. Wow. Because he's the hero, but all he's about is improving his image and making money. Like, he's got the NASCAR logos all over his costume. He's very impatient. Yeah. So those are cool. Well, mine, for worst heroes, uh, the, first one that, the first one that popped into my mind was Edward Cullen from Twilight. Mm -hmm. He is awful. What? Is he the hero? He is the hero. Yeah. And, and not like in the original Rocky Horror Picture Show post who says he's the hero. Yes, that's right. The hero's like, no, no, he is not. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually think about that Rocky poster. Um, yeah, he is the hero. He is set up that way. Mm -hmm. And it's bad. Um, Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Horrible hero. Yep. Had to do we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, everyone else had to do the work for him. <laughs> what? Samwise terrible <laughs> hero or just bad at group projects? I'm just saying, everyone else had to do work for him. Um, 
Kristen Wiig's character in Bridesmaids. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she's she's horrible. Is she, is she the hero though? She is in her own little world. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, you you really need to speak on this because. Amy has some very funny thoughts on this movie what? because I did not expect, because I liked Bridesmaids. I thought it was really funny, <gasps> but like it made her angry. Because Helen was right. That character should have been the best that she should have been made of honor because she got shit done. And that's what a maid of honor is supposed to do. That's, not, that's not how a maid of honor is chosen. But that's what they're supposed to do. And Kristen Wiig's character, all she thought about was herself, and she ruined every single party that has to go. She shouldn't even have been invited to the wedding. She was a trash person out of the wedding. Like, she shouldn't even have been there. What? Hey, it's okay. A lot about you, Amy. I know. And my number one is Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise and The Mummy Returns. Worst parents ever. Worst parents ever. Maybe, like, yeah. Like, the darling parents in Peter Pan level of bad. Like, they let their kid get kidnapped. They let him run around in tombs and, like, knock stuff over. The you know, world. I'm sure that kid's going to have fond memories and love it as a kid. Like, you know what? Thank you for taking me on these educational trips, Mom and Dad. The worst. Yeah. I will, right. I will say one an honorable mention I had, though, was um, Jack Sparrow after the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yes. Because they tried to make him really into the lead and a hero. No, no, he was not. He was a fun character in that first one. I, I, think, after that, was, I think he was a central character of that first movie, but he yeah. was never a hero. Well, but they, they tried to make him into one. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, he was what everyone talked about afterwards. And when you make a cash grab sequel, you got to give more of what you think the people want. When you make a cash grab sequel to a sequel to a sequel to a sequel to a sequel. Just, just no one there to stop them. Top five movie heroes. You got your list? Uh, I do, and mine are in no order. Again. Go. Okay. First one, uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, She's on my own. I will tell you, I mean, yes, she is all of the things that Wonder Woman is supposed to be. She is beautiful. She's badass. She's tough. She's smart. She's kind. I will tell you the precise moment I fell in love with that character in the first movie was when she tries ice cream for the first time. And my boyfriend, who is obsessed with Wonder Woman, told me that that is straight from the comics. And she tries ice cream for the first time, and she just goes, oh, it's wonderful. You should be very proud. And it's the cutest (laughs) fucking thing I have ever seen. And I just, yeah, that was uh, on top of everything else that made that movie so incredible. That, to me, is just the pinnacle of a hero who treats the simplest, you know, nobody street vendor person like they are worth something. Oh, yeah. look at you. And I cannot wait to see Wonder Woman 84, and I really hope it comes out at some point before I turn 84. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like three, four years left. Yeah. All right, Derwood, what you got? Okay. Uh, this should come as no surprise to anybody who knows me. From the beautiful feathered mullet to the roundhouse kick with a pointed toe, it's Dalton from Roadhouse. God damn, what a hero. Mm. <laughs> Ripping out throats. I'm, I'm going to regret this, but say more. <laughs> this is a man who wants to do, again, all, all the boxes that need to be checked for me is what, for what a hero is defined as. 
Dalton is. He's always working on the side of good. Beyond, probably against his, uh, the better judgment of a reasonable person. I mean, it, he really should have packed up and left a long time ago, but he didn't because he knew that something needed to be done. This evil that was amongst us needed to be fought and needed to be defeated and could not be defeated by anybody else but Dalton. Dalton, the cooler, was the only man for the job, and damn it, did he do that job well. And it's Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze is a god. Any first-time listeners of the podcast, we don't get it either. Look, it's just nice to hear. We haven't heard you talk about it in a while. I know. I almost thought you kind of forgot about it. Hell no, I didn't forget about it. Roadhouse is the shit. It's good to hear you bring out the classics. That's all I'm saying. It's your purple rain. (laughs) I like it. Joe? Um, My first on this list, um, basically all mine on this list are all reluctant heroes. They all... Didn't expect to be in the situation they were in, but they went with it. This one, one of my favorite movies of all time, Mr. Jacob Elwood Blues from the Blues Brothers. Nice. They are not your traditional heroes. They did not set out to be it, but damn it, they needed to get that $5,000 to the um, Clark County Assessor's Office to save the orphanage. Um, They're on a mission from God. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Um, my first one uh, is also a reluctant hero, and this was uh, when I was younger, and I kind of was like, oh, that chick is so badass, and it's an older movie. It's Billie Jean from The Legend of Billie Jean. Yes! <laughs> uh, I'm unfamiliar. Fair is fair. Oh, my God, you've never seen The Legend of Billie Jean? I've never even heard of it. Dude, Lisa Simpson's in it. <laughs> yeah. Yardley Smith in her first it, movie. Yeah. It's really weird that they have animated Lisa Simpson walking through. It's <laughs> awkward, but you and, know. And Christian Slater yep. are in it. Yep. It's about a girl. Uh, her family is poor. Her brother like saved up all this money for a scooter and like the assholes in town trash his scooter. She goes to the dad and was like, you got to pay for the damages. And he like tries to sexually harass her and she ends up shooting him. And then, like, he tries to turn everyone against her, and she, like, rallies all the other kids and cuts her hair. and Becomes, like, this Joan of Arc figure. Yeah, it's, like, she's a badass. I don't know. The movie could be shit now, but when I was 10, it rocked my world. <laughs> <laughs> but it made you want to be, like, a strong woman. And it was worth it all for the, the theme song, Invincible, by Pat Benatar. Exactly. <laughs> a 80s classic. Yeah. It's good. It's good. You should watch it. I can't believe you've never seen it. All right. Who's yours? All right, my next one. Uh, yet another woman. There's a lot of women on my list. Mine too. I'm proud to say. Um, and this is character arc is a big one because this is over the course of several movies. But if it was just the first movie with this character, I'd still put her on the list. Ellen Ripley. Damn it, that's my number two. <laughs> All right, change and sit around. I mean, j- well, because in. Here's, here's the thing that I love about it is because, again, like, like Joe said, unlikely hero, uh, un- unwilling participant to become a hero. And the character adds more depth as the movies go on because during, I forget what, Aliens 3 or 4 or something, the scene where she has to jettison the critter into space and she's like crying because she kind of gave birth to it. And you're like, this bitch is crazy. But then you're like, no, 
It's in look space. What she's been, look what she's been through. She's, she's <laughs> space crazy. And <laughs> she had the evil space alien, but it's her alien baby. And she's been through some shit. And yeah, no, I, I've seen things. Seen some things. And um, yeah, to me, Ellen Ripley is, is yeah. a hero. Not a heroine. A hero. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Derwood. She might have done heroin. I don't know. <laughs> Not a shero. I hate that. Term. Oh, I hate that term. Oh God, I, I've never heard that, and I'm I'm, sa- I'm sad I now have heard it. Yeah, you'll. It's it. I'm. I think it gave birth in the depths of Pinterest. I don't know. Hey, I like Pinterest. That should be jettisoned into space. I'm sure it's going to be like fuck you, shero. <laughs> or is that a male shero? Shero. Hero is the scrappy do of words. <laughs> oh, God. Good call. Uh, my next one is uh, James Bond. Uh, total swag. Always getting it done. Don't get me wrong. By no means a perfect person. A complex character, if you will. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I definitely enjoy James Bond and him always coming through. Uh, any, uh, any preference as to actor? Uh, Daniel Craig is my favorite. Honestly, Ooh. yeah. Um, a lot of people want to go with Sean Connery, but I mean, that was cool. But what Daniel Craig does with it, as far as because I'm I'm really big. If you know me, you already know this. I'm really big into the swag factor and to how just how cool and stylish uh, somebody can be. And to me, Daniel Craig is the best uh, so far that I've seen uh, do that. And uh, yeah, I just very much enjoy that character. Uh, as far as what and how a hero works. Um, one of the few characters uh, that I would consider a hero who it's like their job, you know? Um, and so they kind of carry that weight along with it too. Um, but that, that's part of the complexity of that character in my opinion. So, yeah. Nice. Joe, what you got? So my next one is to hero in multiple ways. Hero, they're a veteran. Then they got put in a bad situation. But they were a hero because they protected the one they loved that caused a bad thing for them. And then they're trying to get their life back in order and they get put in another bad situation and their true hero-ness comes through. And that is Cameron put the bunny back Ho from Con Air. He, stayed, he could have gotten off that plane and gone to his family. But his friend, yeah, but his friend, they had broken the insulin and he was going to die and he needed to make sure he's protected. And there was that other guard that he was protecting from Danny Trejo. And he had to fight against all, you know, Malkovich and just with his teeth firmly in the scenery. And <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. It is my roadhouse. And Cameron Poe. Still haven't seen that movie. Oh my God, you need to see it. <laughs> You will probably not like it. Well, like that. We should have a double feature: The Legend of Billie Jean and Con Air. No, I do not want to sully the Legend of Billie Jean with Con Air. How dare you? We. <laughs> what have I ever done to you? Of the Legend of Billie Jean and Con Air, and not invite Amy. Whatever. I'll be home watching Justified, which is what all you should be doing. All right. My next one is Judy. Violet and Dora Lee, the ladies of nine to five. Yes. <laughs> Good call. Yes. Yes. I love that movie. Here's it's a classic. That movie still holds up. It's fucking funny. Well, yeah, because nothing oh. is for women. Nothing yes. is for women. 
they've gotten a little older is pretty much what's happened. But, but the story itself, though, it could still be it's still powerful now because yeah. it's just about women having to put up with men's shit. Nope. And getting nope. paid less for it. Excellent movie. Amy, how would you feel about a remake of that movie being made now? Uh-uh. No. Uh, right. Not a musical. I, I, for me, I don't think a remake of that movie would work because this, one of the reasons the story is so good is because of the time that it's told. Yes, the, the sentiment of it is timeless and how women are treated in the workplace. But in 1980, you were just coming off the women's liberation movement. So it was still in this weird gray area of where women were starting to become business executives in that world. But also women were getting divorced like Jane Fonda's character and re-entering the workforce and they were, you know, they were expected to be typewriter jockeying cupcakes. But also too, like the character, Dolly Parton's character, if now, if you said it now, it wouldn't be, because the whole point of her is that she just has to put up with his nonsense. Now you wouldn't, you wouldn't buy it now. Now there would be a lawsuit and the different things would happen. But you could probably do something similar in the vein of just, you know, them getting people getting swimming in back at a horrible and guy, which is fun. With all due respect to Megan Hilty, Dolly Parton is singular yes. in that performance. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've got a gun in my truck and I will change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot. And don't you think I won't do it? She probably does have a gun in her truck. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. I love Dolly Parton yeah. is. Yes. That's just one of that, the most that, that wasn't from the script. That's yes. just that's just her standard line. Yeah. I love it. I love Dolly. All right, you're up. All right, my next one is Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling is a trash transphobe. <laughs> um, I specifically want to zero in on uh, Daniel Radcliffe's performance as Harry Potter um, because you know someone who again unwilling hero and that kind of thing and. One could almost say that it's a Ferris Bueller type situation where, you know, other people are actually better and wind up doing most of the work, mostly Hermione. Uh, But I I do like the fact that he encounters so much stuff and just keeps rising to the occasion, not only because he has to, but because it's the right thing to do. And it's a testament to the story of friendship. And um, I just want to say that Daniel Radcliffe did a great job as a child actor and um, has grown into someone I would gladly risk a curable STD for. <laughs> not even kidding. On a, on a, a very not on that note. Without it. hesitation. Not on that note, because I don't doubt it. On um, another note where you said, kind of a Ferris Bueller situation. I don't think it is because Ferris Bueller is all about what he's selfish. He wants it to happen. He wants to do what he wants to do. He's going to get with however. Harry Potter does not want this. Like he is Mm. trying not to do it. And his friends want to help him. I mean, there's sometimes, there's a a period of time where he does get a, a that's the ego getting too He turns into kind of a dick. But he's also a teenager. Yeah, exactly. He has a thing in him. I'm sorry? He has a thing in him. I beg your pardon. A horcrux. There you go. 
Did we actually? And that's, get what, and that's what Anthony calls it. Yeah. Darwood. Okay, so my next one is another one of these flawed heroes, uh, which is actually is a really big part of his character. I'm going with Hancock. Um, I just love the idea of this story of someone who is uh, at the top, down to the bottom, then resurrected back to the top again, uh, almost against their will. Um, and I it's, it's kind of jazz legend Herbie Hancock went through so much. <laughs> The Will Smith movie, Anthony. The oh, movie. Yeah. I yeah. feel that movie, I feel it was a little bit too early. Like, it, I think it came, because it came out right around the same time as Iron Man, didn't it? I want to say it came right. So it kind of came out. Before? It might have been before. So it was before that we got really into superhero world, where you were getting Absolutely. a lot. So I think... I remember at the time thinking I liked the premise of this, but I don't. I didn't think it was as executed well. But I liked the idea of it. But I think had it come out a little bit later, it might have been a little, especially Will Smith going against type because he'd always been that cool, swap put together hero type. The nice and then, guy. Yeah, the nice guy, and actually a nice guy, not the Ted Mosby nice guy. Right. Absolutely. But it was it was good to see an actual like a, a humanized alien essentially. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I, I really like that concept and seeing somebody having to to work through that and kind of find their way. I, I really enjoyed. Nice, Joe. Um, the next one is um, a smaller film. Um, I remember watching this movie when I was about ten years old. The lead in it, um, who is this hero, um, really one of I think his first real acting gigs. But I was a big fan of his beforehand. This movie, his character is George Noonan, played by Weird Al Yankovic from the movie UHF. Well he inherits this little, and first off, kids, there's a thing called UHF frequency. Um, <laughs> look it up. Um, but yeah, he inherits this little tiny um, UHF station because actually his uncle won it in a poker game and he gives it to him. And then ends up, and he ends up making it popular. He goes up the big bad Channel 8 um, who want to um, take him down. He starts competing with this network in ratings. And it's like unheard of. And then they try and take him down and he has a big fundraiser and he saves the station. And it is a great movie. It's a great spoof movie. There's so many great scenes in it. I mean, it has, at the time, funny, then later on became horrible people, Michael Richards and Victoria Jackson in it. But... At the time, if you didn't know who that what they were like, it's amazing to me how Joe can get Weird Al just about. Yep. <laughs> he really can. He really can. He should I got skills. Manager. <laughs> oh, I would love that. And I still haven't seen UHF. Oh, you see, there are so many great things. I quote it so much. I'm, I'm sure it'll be one of those things like when I watched Anchorman for the first time and I realized Derwood wasn't nearly as funny as I thought he was. Today, <laughs> we're teaching all of us how to fly. <laughs> all right. My next one is someone who is badass and I want to be her. Thank you. Not you. Wow. Furioso, Charlize Theron, nice. Max Fury Road. Also on nice. quite a few internet lists. She is awesome. <laughs> Just awesome. Charlize Theron in general is awesome. Yeah, agreed. 
But in that movie, she is like 10 times that awesome. Related? Oh Watch The Old Guard on Netflix. Because she is magnificently badass in that movie. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the movie itself, I'm okay with. Like, because I just, when someone asked me to describe it, I was like, well, they drive this way, and then they stop and turn around and drive it's back. It's everything I wanted that movie to be. <laughs> I wanted it to be a two-hour-long car chase scene, and but basically that's, that's what it is. And the fact that most of the effects are practical effects are is so impressive. There's a guy driving on a rig with a guitar that shoots fire. <laughs> it's badass. It is amazing. He is awesome in it. I just, I just love that Charlize Theron at forty-five has reinvented herself as an action hero. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody blinked an eye when Stallone was still making these movies in his sixties. Yeah, but she's awesome. I love that she's doing that. Please, Helen Mirren does that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're up. All right. Um, mine is one that I uh, alluded to earlier about a character that might not be considered a hero, depending on your take. But, and I wrestled with whether or not to include them on this list. But for me, uh, the definition of a hero is someone who has a goal, meets it, and fights for justice. Um, I think you're about to take one of mine. Maybe. Uh, Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill. (laughs) Yep, I will. (laughs) Because while not the traditional definition of a hero... I love the fact that she is so amazing and indestructible and yet so fallible all at the same time. Good call. I like that there are scenes in this movie that are beautifully choreographed fight scenes where you can see, you can see her look nervous. Yeah. Like you can see her doing the math in her head during a battle. And I, you just don't see that in, in action mm-hmm. heroes and stuff like that. And to me, that was, that was such an interesting way to play that. And um, arguably Uma Thurman's best performance for me. Yeah. And one of my favorite Tarantino movies. Yeah. And yeah, it is one movie to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what, 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 what do you- That was my number one. Well, come on, speak on it. Well, because she, like you said, she had a goal. She's an anti-hero. She's not a good person, but she wants her daughter and she wants to be a good mother. That was the thing. That's the reason why she left was because she thought if she left, she would be a good mother. And then he took that chance for her. And yeah, people got to die. That's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, take my child. Somebody's got to Don't die. Fuck with the mama. Yeah. Ugh, Especially when you're, that mama was a trained assassin. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> right. Luck of the draw. Derwood. Okay, so my next one is a character from a sequel to the second greatest movie to come out of the 80s. I'm referring to Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Nice. In that movie, damn, does he shine. And he shows exactly why he is the motherfucking man. And again, nothing but good. Nothing but on the side of right. Even when the opposing side is right in his face, daring him to do wrong, he straight up turns the other cheek. His enemy, somebody who has sworn to oppose him, no matter what, for the rest of his life, he actually saves that person's life because Boilers. it's the right thing to do. Just because it's the right thing to do. And then that person realizes how wrong they were and how great Mr. Miyagi is and turns to the side of good. That, and they have sex. No, they don't have sex. This is not 
not hentai. Um, but it, damn it, that I'm, is what a hero is. That is a, a goddamn hero, Mr. Miyagi is. Yes. Um, quick, uh, any thoughts on Cobra Kai? I've watched the first two episodes. I'll report back later. Okay. Joe, what you got? Uh, my next one is not Weird Al or Kanye related. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is The Hero from This. And while she is in a um, going into a profession that is to do good, what she's been put into is a different situation altogether and is Clarice Starling from the Silence of the Lambs. Okay. And, I mean, she, I mean, she's the one that solves the, um, the Buffalo Bill. Like, she yeah. basically figures it out and, you know, yeah. captures him and kills him. And so, you know, she, and she's amazing. And she has to put up with all the bullshit of yep. being a female cadet and she's like, I ain't shit. She doesn't. I've never seen that movie either. You've never seen Times of the Lambs? It's freaky. Oh, it's really good. good. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh, that's a great movie. Good book, too. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is, I chose him because I also think heroes should be quotable. And that is Ash from the Evil Dead trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I 100% agree with this. Yes. I'm sad I didn't think of it. <laughs> um, Bruce Campbell is the man, and as Ash, he is he even more baby. so. Yeah. Groovy. Groovy. Like, everything about him is, you want <laughs> Yeah, he's going to come in and save the day, even with one arm. Like, uh, he's a great hero. Proud uh, of proud Those that, movies yeah. are phenomenal. Yeah. Ash. All the way. Top so much more than a housewares employee. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Shop smart. Shop S smart. smart. See, heroes should be quotable. All right. Oh, last so what you got? For what? One more. Oh, okay. For what? <laughs> what, what are we talking about tonight? Sorry, guys. One more. All right. I was debating between two. One of them was Tony Stark, but we just did a Marvel episode. So instead, I'm going to go with my other choice for a great hero. Moana of Montanui. Oh! Nice. Because I really, I love the fact that, especially in in Disney parlance, you have a girl who technically is a Disney princess. Um, There's no man involved. She's doing this. It it is the most selfless act because she's doing it to save her people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because the people aren't going to eat. And in the movie, she's royalty. You know, she's probably going to starve to death eventually too, but a lot slower than everyone. And she, the, the, the problems of the lowest person on the totem pole in her village is her top priority. And she faces danger and she faces like living her entire life, believing that the sea is, is going to kill you and being afraid of it and still facing it and doing everything like even, yeah, no, I, I, I think she's a great. And, and, and think, and the, your whole life thinking, Maui is going to save us. He's looking right. out for everyone, and he's a dick. Right, and it's not. It's not. It's not up to Maui. It's up to her. You yeah. think you're getting like Will Smith from like Men in Black or Independence Day, and you're getting Will Smith from Hancock. Yep. <laughs> and there's Hey Hey, which is the greatest yeah. act ever. And there, and I love that there are actual parts in that movie where you see Moana's face interacting with Hey, and you know she's just thinking, 
fuck that chicken. <laughs> like you can see it. It makes it great. And shout out to Alan Tujic for that uh, for that performance of Hey Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Derwin, who's your last one? I'll give you one guess. You already said Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's Black Panther. It's, yeah. it's fucking Black Panther. How could it be anybody else but Black Panther? Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't thinking Black Dynamite. <laughs> Black Panther. It's Black Panther, yes. I, I've, we've spanned so many different podcasts where I've expressed my love and my admiration for Black Panther and why I think he's the, the greatest. I don't think it needs to be gone into again here, but there was never going to be another pick on the top of this list besides Black Panther. Nice. Maybe Undercover Brother. <laughs> Good honorable mention. Don't sleep on that movie, y'all. That's Great true. Movie. That movie's hilarious. Excellent movie. I will die on that hill. It's much better than Pootie Tang. I mean, I wouldn't she's say much wrong. better. She's talking completely out of her ass right now, but she's not wrong. I wouldn't say much better. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a better, better movie, but I wouldn't say much better. You're talking like Pootie Tang's trash. Pootie Tang's great. And Joe, what is your last one? Um, my last one, um, we kind of touched earlier on this movie and um, in Worst Movie Heroes, but not this character. And it is Sam Wise Gamgee. Gamgee from right. Lord of the Rings. Because it's not Frodo. No, because it's like Sam Wise would rather be sitting at home eating potatoes. Yep. But you know what? <laughs> He's helping his friend, and when his friend can't carry on, you know what? They said just giving up. No, he picks the motherfucker up. That's right. Literally carries him on his back. Like a sack of potatoes. And when his friend's a dick to him and basically goes out, decides to side with the new friend, the drunk friend, the um, I've been, you know, the meth addict friend of um, Gollum, you know, he's like, you know what? I can just go off. No, I'm going to follow them. Yep. I'm going to make sure my friend stays okay. And you know what? He stays his ass again. That's right. That is a hero. That's right. Because it's Frodo. not Frodo. <laughs> we got no I'm sure that's Frodo. what he wanted to do too. But you know what? Frodo or Scrappy-Doo in this episode. There's no love for them. Um, My last one was going to be the bride, Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. But I'll throw on one of my honorable mentions, which was uh, the everyman. John McClane, Die Hard. Oh, good call. Especially the first one where he... Yep. John McClane just trying to have a good time at the party and ends up having to take out all the terrorists. Mm-hmm. He's, he is the I mean, we've man. all been there. <laughs> he is the every man. And Absolutely. that's Bruce Willis's thing most of the time. Well, and it's, what's so funny is because, and I think we've talked about this on here, but it's like at the time, you know... We, th- we think now, Bruce Willis, oh my God, he's an action hero. Yeah, okay, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis is in a comedy or Bruce Willis is playing a romantic role? Yeah, he's an action hero. At the time, he was a, he was a comedy guy. He was, yeah. you know, he was a romantic comedy guy. <laughs> they almost didn't even make the movie with him. And then he did The Fifth Element, or as I call it, Die Hard in Space. <laughs> I lo- that was just on. I love that movie. I, I almost put Lilo Dallas multi-pass on my list. I have a love for that movie. I fell asleep during it twice. I, I did too, but it was a midnight screening, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I almost put Lulu Dallas looking past 
Yes. All right. Good job, guys. That was good. We had a. I liked that we had a, a all different kinds of flavor of heroes there. That was good. A smorgasbord of heroics. Yeah. Very, very little. Wasn't crossover. that an X Men smorgasbord? Seasoned. Yeah. Very little crossover. I like it when that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, except when you take mine, asshole. <laughs> Who says they're yours? Maybe you took mine. No. Um. But yeah. Good job, guys. Now, next week, <gasps> villains. Ooh. Actually, I think I'm just going to repeat my list. We're just going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, I was kind of doing mine at the same time. Villains yeah. are easier than heroes. <laughs> yes and no. It gets a little bit sometimes in some areas, especially because I'm trying to go away from doing superheroes. So. Yeah. All right. Well, what do what we got? That's it. Exactly. Well, and, and uh, if you think we made any glaring errors, um, you can always reach out to our Facebook page or you can email us at thehouseofpopculture at gmail.com. Ooh, yeah. And if you like what you heard here, you can get a taste of our funny every day, all day on Twitter. You can see us at the House of uh, Pop Culture House, or you can follow me, Anthony Donovan, at Dubois, D A B O Y. I'm at Reggie Swing. I'm Prisoner 246Obi-Wan. I don't do the Twitter. No, but what you can also do to get in on more of this hot pop culture lovin' is become a patron on our Patreon page for the House of Pop Culture. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to exclusive features like blog entries that someone's going to write. Also, other exciting things that we're going to do uh, this coming season. We're very excited about all of the things that's that's happening, and it's a great way to support. We are 100% listener-supported, and we want to thank all of our patrons. And we also want to thank, speaking of heroes, let's talk about that fucking wizard named sound engineer Joey. Hell who yeah. Done so well this season, making this impossible situation come to life and work. Looks and so good in spandex. We want to, yeah, he does. Uh, we want to thank him and we want to thank everybody listening. And join us next time for the villains, y'all. And remember, fuck Scrappy Doo. That's right. Damn right. Scrappy, don't. Kick him right in the balls. I want to see Buttercup. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying 